Hello, and welcome to episode 62 of the Unraveling Technology podcast. My name's Joe Tonks, and I'm joined as ever by David Johnson. Hey. Hey, it's hey. just me as well. It's just, a quiet room. It is. It's a quiet room. It's a, it's a lazy, but not unproductive, Thursday <laughs> afternoon. Uh, yeah, we've, um, we're going for a sort of less formal, if you could call the podcast formal at all. Uh, episode this afternoon uh, because it's it's been a bit of a it's been a, a bit of a week, but also I'm not going to be around for the next uh, couple or so. So it felt like we probably ought to do something. We, we we owe it to the fans that we do an episode before uh, before I disappear, before I abscond. I have great intentions of doing podcasts while you're not here, but then I also have to do a bunch of extra work while you're not here, which. Mm. Leaves me very little time to think about podcasting. Uh, it'd be it'd be like f- fun for me to be sat on the beach in Florida and to be able to listen to the podcast <laughs> that I'm not directing. And then it would be infuriating if it was really, really good. Like, <laughs> oh man, David should have been leading this thing from the start. Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna be uh, going away. I've been. I was sort of getting to late stage packing now. Yeah, getting uh, getting all the stuff together for the trip. Um, we've got a nine hour flight, and then I think we're we're stopping in, which we're changing in Philadelphia, in Philly, okay. and then onto Florida. I tell you what, ask me anything about Disney World. I haven't even been yet. <laughs> but how far have you made it through your ginormous guidebook? So the book, off the bat. After the first 50 pages, which is mostly expectations for the book, <laughs> it says you don't have to read this book in a, in a linear fashion from beginning to end. It says that after 50 pages. <laughs> yeah, that's the preamble, though. That's, uh, it's a lot of what this book is, what this book isn't. There's a scathing bit where it really rips into Disney for upping the prices year on year. Wow. You'd think that they didn't like Disney. <laughs> but uh, th- then, yeah, it just goes into immense detail. It's been very helpful, actually. It's comforting. It's a comforting book because I've been, when I was younger, I went to Florida before uh, with family. And you didn't have to, when you're a kid, you don't have to do the planning yourself. Mm -hmm. You just kind of let it all happen. Just along for the ride. Yeah, exactly. Whereas now I'm the one who has to plan it. Well, me and uh, my wife and cousins all having to plan it. And it's quite quite a, a big... It's scary. Mm. I can tell you, uh, Disney World, they employ 77,000 staff, and wow. the place has its own zip code. It's that big. <laughs> uh, it really is unbelievably big. But I don't, I don't remember it. I suppose when you're a kid and you just kind of, you're going from place to place, and mm. I just, I don't remember a lot about it. I don't remember being hot, but I think I'm pretty sure it's going to be hot. Mm. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of uh, interesting, just to tie it back in, a lot of interesting tech. I think I talked last time about um, how they've got an official app for queue times and things like that. Yeah, and that gives you like breakdowns of how long the queues are and also like walking times and all sorts. Yeah. A lot well, of information there. Yeah, well, not to plug it, but this guide we've got, they've got a uh, sort of like a, a website as well where they'll make these personalized tour tour. Yeah, tours for you. Like an itinerary. Yeah, and it's really good. It's I mean, I'm assuming it works. 
I haven't been, <laughs> so this could be massively off, but it takes a bunch of things into account. So you go on it, you say, hey, on the, I don't know, tw- 25th, I'm going to uh, whatever the main one's called, Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. And then you say, I want to go on these rides. I want to go in this order. I want my fast passes to be this, this, and this. So fast passes like, um, you know, the queue jumping bit. So mm-hmm. so you, you book a time, you turn up, and then you can get into a faster queue to get on the ride. And uh, they take all of this information. So they take, the website takes um, the, the queue times on the app, on the Disney app, mm-hmm. which aren't always right. Apparently a lot of parks do this where when you turn up, they'll tell they'll advertise a queue time maybe that's longer than the queue is to try and get you to go somewhere else right and their apps actually got it. it's got the uh, the actual queue time versus what disney advertises the queue time to be <laughs> and then they pull in sort of historical data for um what the queues have been like over the past few months or even years like this day however many years ago i don't know how accurate that'd be weather events going on what's going on in the park and it'll just give you this itinerary bang 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 so 850 be in the line for splash mountain and <laughs> you'll be in the line for 15 minutes and then the ride has a seven minute duration and then it's a five minute walk to the haunted house or something like that wow yeah if it does half, if it works yeah if it works i will report it says on the website about um uh, uh, yesterday, our queue times were within 10 minutes of the expected queue times. So, you know, they hold themselves to accountable when stuff mm. slips a bit. But if you, if you slip 10 minutes on the first one, though, then that might throw mm. the whole day a little bit out. Yeah, although there's a button. So on the app, you can go and you can click re-optimize. Okay. And it will look at the time and the current queues and go, okay, well, you, you're lagging behind a bit, so do this. Hmm. It's, uh, it's good. I'm looking forward to it. I also, uh, before I went, I wanted to watch that film again. Yeah, I think I told you about it. I can't, I can't remember what it's called now. The uh, uh, so This is the one that they shot in in a Disneyland yes. park? Yes, so I think, I think it was shot in, it's shot in Magic Kingdom. Uh, no, there is a bit of Epcot in there, and it's around the resort, so the uh, the hotels and things like that. And uh, it's it's black and white. It's very arty. And, uh, yeah, they, they basically went in with, um, have you got the name of it? Uh, no, just Googling. Yeah, I have, I can't remember. Something, escape, something like that. And, uh, Escape from tomorrow? That's it, yeah. Uh, and it's, it's totally unofficial. So they went into a park with a bunch of cameras. And I guess they had to be kind of inconspicuous with them. Because I don't mm-hmm. know what the official line is with cameras on rides. I've got like a little knockoff GoPro thing, mm. a no pro, as somebody called it <laughs> earlier, uh, and a little grip for it. Because I was try, I was actually googling this. I was, I was googling what's the best way to capture a roller coaster ride on a GoPro, and there's lots of different options. But it depends how much of an idiot you want to look like when you're doing it. Because <laughs> I could go sort of full chest harness, yeah, or something under the hat. What I've uh, settled on is uh, it's it's like a grip, a hand grip. So you hold it and you've got the little GoPro above it. And I was thinking of just, you know, you know when the, the shoulder pads come down yep. for roller coaster, I thought I'd just hold it there in my hand alongside the... The uh, metal bars the, uh, on, the, the metal bar. on the shoulder pad. Yeah, and just and film it that way. Hmm. If I'm going to film it at all. I don't know. So there's a lot of... If you go on YouTube, there are a lot of roller coaster videos, which I have spent 
probably several hours looking at roller coaster <laughs> on ride mm-hmm. views. I always wonder whether they just like sneak the equipment on and then just pull it out at the last second before the roller coaster goes on, or whether they actually like go up to the ride attendants and say, "Hey, we want to film a." A video from the front seat of this roller coaster yeah can we come back just before you close the park and do that or well there's a a lot about it so you can people have said you can go and speak to someone and they'll give you a pass which is essentially like a media pass and we'll let you take equipment onto a ride i don't know if you have to prove that you're from say uh, i don't know a a, a reputable yeah media outlet but I think it changes from place to place, ride to ride. Some will mm. let you on, some won't. Apparently, they're not keen on anything telescopic. So, say a um, selfie stick, right. they won't be keen on yeah. because that could get you could expand that. It could catch something. It could go flying into somebody's face. If you're supposed to be keeping your arms inside the car, yeah, then sticking a, a cell phone out on a yeah. on a stick's probably not a great idea. Although you know, um, selfie sticks can't feel pain, so. <laughs> it's all right but you can after your iphone plummets <laughs> yeah true so I, instead i just went for this little grip because it's only about four inches and it's got a wrist strap so if i like go it's just like a weebo it'll just kind of hang limply hmm. yeah but yeah they, they made this film escape from tomorrow and uh <laughs> disney were not keen on it because it was totally unofficial and it's kind of a weird horror thriller film and um, they basically just went through all the rides and then they threw a load of CGI on top of it and mixed in all this weird stuff about the Epcot Center. <laughs> and I think uh, Disney went after them for it because they're very image heavy Yeah, Disney. I've already set my Apple Watch uh, face to Mickey Mouse in anticipation. <laughs> so Can yeah. you get him to give you a countdown until you go? I can't, but I'm sure there's other apps for that. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you see uh, the exit through the gift shop? film no is that the banksy one yeah there's a section in that where um it's talking about this like it's basically mostly talking about this um street artist guy or street artist wannabe um Mm. who manages to get in with banksy and there's a bit in there where it talks about banksy going and setting up this sort of I think it's a statement about Guantanamo Bay that he is like sort of a dummy wearing an orange jumpsuit and stuff that they set up near the runaway train. And uh, this other guy, I can't remember his name. He's a French, this French street artist guy, mm-hmm. um, comes along and films the whole process and like just takes pictures and video of of it set up, of the installation set up before disney catch on um but when you say installation is it just a mannequin in a jumpsuit sat next to runaway mines yeah and they they very quickly cotton on to it and shut the ride down because well if you think about it it who knows it could be a bomb threat or something like that there could be you know explosives hidden in there yeah so yeah they take it seriously but they kind of they start so he sort of disperses and starts wandering off and realizes that he's got a couple of people following him oh wow um and he describes how he um 
basically gets taken in by Disney security and taken into this interrogation room and interrogated it. And they kind of go through his camera and make him delete stuff off it. But he, I think at some point, hides the SD card from his camera in his sock and they don't find it. So he still manages to keep the photos and the footage that he took. But yeah. I've heard they've got holding cells. Mm. Because I'll say it's got its own zip code. It's... It's a big place. It is. And for all of this sort of, you know, kingdom of magic and, you know, all mm. this sort of happiest place on earth happiest place on earth. stuff that they put out, you've got to, I guess, respond to all, all the kind of things that might happen. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's massive. Anyway, I'll give you a full rundown when I get back. Hmm. Anyway, uh, I thought today we'd just go through uh, the April Fool's 2017 roundup. So I just got a couple of uh, articles about various things that went on this April Fools, because uh, you know a lot of a lot of websites, a lot of companies will respond to it. It's good PR. It's a bit of fun. Gotta say, I feel like the um, the overall April Foolsness was a bit muted this year. Do you think yeah. we're getting to the point where perhaps it's all kind of been done to an extent? It does feel a little bit saturated. I mean, just as an example, Google, and they did do a few. I think they went for quality, uh, quantity over quality. Mm. But they did have a Ms. Pac-Man Google Maps, which is something they've done previous years. Yeah, well, they so had a Pac-Man Google Maps. What's the difference? Um, I think the difference is, I think Ms. Pac-Man was available on mobile, where it wasn't, the Pac-Man was not on mobile. And I okay. think the Pac-Man version was just whichever part of the map you were looking at, whereas Miss Pac-Man took you to specific maps, like, at random. So I don't know okay. if they found streets that best matched playing a game of Pac-Man yeah. somewhere, but uh, and then took you to those. But, yeah, broadly, it was the same thing. Yeah, seems to be. Um, but, uh, yeah, just thought we'd go through uh, ones that you've heard about, because I hadn't actually heard about many of them. I did have to go and and look it up. Mm. But uh, just starting with the Google ones, are you uh, are you aware of any of the other Google ones? Can I tell you about Google Gnome? I feel like so I've seen a photo of Google Gnome, and I feel like I've learned all there is to know about Google Gnome <laughs> from a single photo. <laughs> yeah, um, you gotta you gotta give them props for the R and D. So this is, I guess it's a, it's a slight on their their new Google Home, which is their their hub their answer to Amazon Alexa, essentially. Um, the Google Home comes out, uh, it might even be tomorrow or something. It's very soon that Google Home comes out in the UK. And Google Gnome is their... Uh, it's uh, essentially a smart gnome for your, for your garden that can tell you things like the way that the wind's blowing. And uh, taken from the Verge article here, it says um, it will inform your child that all living things decompose. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it a joy? <laughs> Main problem you had with something like that would be how would you power it? Yeah. If you want to bring this into the real, the real Google GNOME. Maybe maybe a good uh, a good thing for solar, solar energy to tackle. How much power does a Google Home take? I don't know. I mean... It, I mean, it spends a lot of its time in rest, so maybe not a lot. Mm. Mm. Any others that you've seen? Uh, I mean, I've I've pulled up various sort of compilation articles of stuff. 
Yeah, yeah. I've, I've just gone to the verge because they seem to have a few other things that Google have done. They uh, they had some new Chromebook accessories. So Chromebook is their, their uh, budget laptop range. Mm-hmm. And they've come up with a new uh, bunch of accessories for it, including uh, the equivalent of Google Cardboard, but for a Chromebook. So there's a picture of a woman with just like a massive, almost A4 Google goggles, um, Google Cardboard thing on her face. With a laptop stuck in it. With <laughs> a laptop stuck in it. Or a, or a selfie stick for the Chromebook Flip. <laughs> Wouldn't like that on a roller coaster, would they? No. Yeah. And uh, there was some Google Assist stuff, if you asked it about um, April Fool's. Um, nothing amazing, which pretty much sums up the Google Assistant experience generally, from my experience. Uh, the Royal Albert Hall is going to celebrate the greatest tweets ever written. You does, see that one? No. Does it, does it mention the Ed Balls one? It does. Yeah. Yep. It, it mentions Ed Balls tweeting Ed Balls. Mm-hmm. Um, I struggle to think of what other landmark tweets there have been actually uh some of the some of the ones that it's referencing here well there's the michael kane one just read another story about me being locked in attic completely false <laughs> okay that's pretty uh that's pretty good all right another google one here was that a google cloud put a data center on mars mm-hmm. complete with a sort of a google maps street view look around of the new data center mm. but could you play miss pac-man on it i don't think so mm. i i was trying to work that out i i presume it is just the inside of a data center where somebody's edited the photos to replace the view from the outside windows with a view of mars yeah <laughs> yeah probably uh, you really do have to hand it to them though i mean there's loads google wind Google Bubble Wrap Keyboard, Google Play for Pets. There's just... I mean, if, if they weren't running out of ideas before, they surely must now because there is a lot of stuff here. Yeah, I was. I had a brief look through. There is a Wikipedia article dedicated to Google's April Fool's. Google goofs. And you sort of... If you look at the contents page, there's sort of like um, first section 2000... Then 2002, then 2004, 2005, 6. Mm. At 2007, it starts breaking it down into individual ones, and you get two that year. 2008, okay. there are 13 ones. 2009, 16. 2010, 17. Another 17, and so on. It's just expanding year upon year, it feels I, like. I didn't know that. I thought there were maybe a couple like Google mic drop and stuff. I think that was last year. Yeah. I think that was responsible for some people losing some jobs or something, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Oh, brilliant. Would that mean the April Fool's is on them? Have you heard about this Lyft one? No. Okay, right. So Lyft, the um, Uber competitor. Mm-hmm. Sad that I have to say that, isn't it? Likely. <laughs> Not a com. Not Lyft the uh, the ride sharing service. Lyft the 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 Uber competitor. Lyft the company that hasn't made it to the UK yet. I don't think that's the one. I think is that true. I oh, don't well. know. I've definitely never seen a Lyft. No, me neither. But maybe they just don't shout about it as much. <laughs> so they made a, uh, a a thing called Mono, which is a it's a glove that lets you hail a Lyft by sticking your thumb out thing is they've kind of 
gone all the way with it and made a fully functional device. Right. So I mean they have put they have put R and D into this thing. So it's got um it's it's I'll show you a picture of it in a sec. But uh, it's Lyft's first wearable gadget. And uh, after you've got the app, because it takes a separate app, the Mono app, you connect it to your Lyft account, you can stick out your thumb and hail a Lyft. I mean, that's not an April Fool's, is it? That's just a device. (laughs) That's just a product. There's a grand history of people kind of making stuff that are supposedly April Fool's, but do fully function. Yeah. This is the sort of thing that's a hop, skip, jump to an actual product. Yeah. There was a, um, I can't remember which company it is now. Um, I'm just kind of scrolling through. Um, there's a sub-brand of Huawei. I'm probably mispronouncing that. Called, I know who you mean. The, what, what called Honor. They're like a, a mobile phone company um, who've released an app that basically tells you how great you are and gives you a little bit of self-esteem boost but oh, as far as i can make out the app is fully functional so why not they, they developed it presumably as a joke but if if that's something you want then <laughs> hey <laughs> go get your self-esteem boost is this like the uh, the apps that um just let you send a, a single word to another person like hey whatever <laughs> or bro and that's all you can do in the app is just send a message that says bro <laughs> to somebody <laughs> kind of like a, a poke on Facebook, but in app form. Does anybody poke anymore? I don't know if you can, can you? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It was it was always nudge for me. Hmm. The poke is, is a poor man's nudge. I see. You can quote me on that. <laughs> Reddit, they, uh, they got their project. So last year, Reddit had, and I don't know if we talked about this, we probably did, the button. Mm, yeah, I think we did. So this was a, so Reddit breaks down into different categories or subreddits, which are just different forums for different well anything. Every, really. every topic under the sun. Yeah, you name it. There's a spent quite there were quite a few um, roller coaster and Disney World subreddits when I was looking into my <laughs> my GoPro dilemma. So last year they they did the button, which was simply a subreddit that had a, a button, and you could press it. You could only press it once, and if you pressed it. That's it. You're done. But there was also a timer ticking down. And the game was it was it was over when that timer hit zero. So it started from an hour, it would tick down, and then at zero, that'd be it. The game's over. But when someone presses the button, it yeah. would refill the counter. So the thing was to see how long you could keep it going. But you also didn't want to waste your button press, because if if a load of people hit the button and it resets back to 60 minutes and then you hit the button that's a waste of a button press because you've not really you've not really affected it at all there. and it gave you a little badge as well didn't it which changed color depending on how many seconds were left on the clock yeah so if you could get so after the, the first few hours were just well maybe even first few days were just chaos just <laughs> everyone hammering the button as soon as they saw it it wasn't even just that you press the button first of all you had to press a button that like flipped the cover off the button <laughs> and then you hovered over the the button and it went uh, like a scary red like you are you gonna press this button do you really want to press this button and uh yeah they have quite a few not cults but <laughs> there are some very opinionated people about this button there are definitely some different camps different 
opinions, weren't there? Like some people were absolutely refusing to press the button no matter what. Mm. Some people were sort of adamant that, oh, you should just hammer it. Just just press it. Just press the button, get it get it out of your life. Yeah, but then move were, on. But then there were people saying, well, of course they'd say that. They pressed the button and now they're missing out on all the fun. <laughs> I'm sure there were probably... Yeah, sort of like psychology papers written on the button. Anyway, this year they've uh, they've got a new subreddit called Place. Well, they did. It's closed now. I think you would have you would have appreciated. I Place. think I may have seen something about this on Twitter. It was just a big canvas, a big mm. white grid, and you have a selection of colors, and every five minutes you can adjust one pixel on that grid. So that means that you have thousands. Thousands of people all contributing to this massive canvas. And it is actually quite amazing mm. <laughs> the sort of stuff they turned up with. I don't know if you saw the pictures. Yeah, I did. And there's a time-lapse video that somebody's put out as well, mm. which is quite interesting watching. Yeah, people managed to get into the API or into the, the back end of it. And you could see like 3D graphs showing which particular pixels were contested most, you know, like uh, <laughs> like kind of like a 3D bar chart showing which are the ones that people... Because there, there, was, there was a logo or something and they... People didn't like the logo, but then some people did like the logo. And there was kind of a, a furious debate over the color of the logo and what the <laughs> logo should be. Uh, but yeah, there was some... I, I mean, I kind of... It kind of boggles the mind how people coordinated this kind of stuff yeah it's like the whole twitch plays pokemon and also all the other games mm. kind of thing where everybody's just kind of you've got thousands and thousands of people kind of shouting their own individual opinion and then mm. like a small slice of that manages to line up in one particular way yeah and break through all the rest of the noise and you had people establishing like the the blue corner or, or different subreddits staking their little claims. It reminded me of that. Is it called the million dollar web page or something like that? Where there was a guy and he had an advertising page where he sold he sold space on a per pixel basis. Wow. And the page is just filled with adverts. Some of them big, some of them only a pixel or two. <laughs> but it was just a massive advertising space like that. But you have like uh, countries' flags popping up, and then they have a, a flag that pops up near them, and then kind of like a little—I can't remember what it was—but there's something unifying them. It's like a, a handshake or like a, an arrow, you know, but basically showing sol solidarity with the flag next to them. Right. It was really good. I just I just placed one one pixel and kind of got it out. Moved on. <laughs> yeah. But that one you could put down as many as you want, as long as you waited five minutes each time. Hmm. Yeah. So we'll see what they do next year. Uh, Amazon got in on the Alexa theme stuff with Pet Alexa that purports to make your Echo capable of understanding queries from your pets. See, that would be that would be good if that worked. What would be even better was an Alexa that wasn't capable of understanding queries from my TV. <laughs> well, that would be the real technology here. Get on that, Amazon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and... That's where the article ends, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Unless you're aware of any other Kickstarter. Not Kickstarters. That's coming. I've got a Kickstarter for you. Any other April Fool's jokes? 
there's I mean there's a ton on I was going through the Telegraph put a list through where they basically just I think asked members of the public to send them mm. April Fools because I guess they couldn't be bothered to go search them. Yeah. Um it's like meh might a version of Marmite that's impossible to either love or hate. <laughs> um, the uh, Beano replacing all words with emojis. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I saw there was a Duolingo. The... Yes. Yeah. So there's a new a new language in the Duolingo language learning app to teach you how to understand emojis, <laughs> which I could probably go for. Yeah. Because there's that emoji that's... I don't know if it's an emoji. I mean, yeah. It doesn't have to be a face to be an emoji, does it? The one that says 100, and it's underlined twice in red. And it started popping up places, and I didn't know what it meant. I still don't know what it means. Maybe I'll download the Duolingo app. <laughs> uh, there was there's also one about Krispy Kreme changing the spelling of their name in Britain to cream as in cream with a c all right uh because it confused brits which apparently um fooled the metro into publishing an actual story on it there you go that's how you know you did a good job yeah and uh if the metro published it then it would have been pre midday so the joke's not even on them yeah although i guess it would have to come out for the metro to then publish well, it so maybe I it was think the next this day. was on their online site rather than in the paper okay See, that's the problem with 24-hour news and stuff like that. It's, it's well, just... and this is the whole fake news debacle, really, isn't it? Oh, this is it writ large. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think uh, I think we'll leave it there if that's all right with you. Sure. Um, but uh, before we do, let's have a look at a Kickstarter. Can I interest you in... See if you can guess what this is. Solar Wallet. I'm guessing mm. it's a wallet. Go on that has a solar panel on it that you can plug into say your phone to charge it yeah yeah that's uh that's cool that's absolutely correct here's a picture of it here's a picture of the solar wallet it's got twenty one thousand uh dollars pledged off its five thousand dollar goal still okay. got 59 days left so i mean they're just out the gate hmm. already they've smashed it so it kind of looks like it's got a battery in there and yeah. Or is that a panel? Is that the panel or is that a battery? I think that's the battery. I think it's got little things to indicate how much the battery's charged as well. Okay. Solar recharge, RFID protection, integrated charging, ultra thin, charges with any light source. Presumably that means just a normal light. Hmm. Is it not the sun? The thing is... Go on. I Smash mostly, my dreams. I mostly keep my wallet in my pocket. There's not a lot of sunlight in there. That's a very valid point. Uh, but it, it does have a money clip. <laughs> <laughs> so I can dangle my wallet behind me. Yep, it's uh, it's got space for eight cards in it. Uh-huh. I mean, basically, you've got, you've got all the information you need there. It's a solar panel and it's got a battery on it. Absolutely see where you're coming from with that, though. I feel like... There's got to be better places to put solar panels. Well, we've discussed it already. Roads aren't a valid option. No. So if you don't have roads, you don't have wallets. Can I put a solar panel on a T-shirt? 
I'm sure that already exists. Probably. You have like those uh, LED light shirts that display a message. Although I don't know if scrolling LEDs is a bit too much work for the sun. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I'd say that. You wouldn't think anything would be too much work for the sun. I think the problem is the brighter... I don't know. The brighter the sun is, so the better it charges. Also, the brighter the LEDs have to be so that you can see them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, true. Uh, They um, are also just a valid criticism here is that if you need to leave your wallet lying around to charge it, mm-hmm. you're also making yourself very susceptible to thieves. Yeah. Especially if you were to, say, plug your phone in at the same time. Oh, yeah. It's got a pass-through, so you can plug your phone in to the wallet and then the wallet into your laptop, <laughs> charge and mount it at the same time. Yeah, not, not an amazing invention, but... Uh, You've got to give it to them 20,000 in, in one day. They're that's, going places. That's not bad. Mm. I had a little robot kit, I think, when I was small that had a solar panel in it. Okay. I, want, I should go find that and see what I can attach it to. <laughs> have you seen those little toy cars you can get that have a solar panel up top? No. So, you know, you have those cars where you wind them back and you let them go and they just mm-hmm. shoot off somewhere. It's just that, but with a solar panel in it, it never stops. It just keeps going and going and going, which is great until you have to chase after it. Just wait till night time. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll go at night. Okay. Look, it's slowing down. Oh, wait, yeah. the streetlights have come on. <laughs> oh, it's off again. And it's those really bright daylight streetlights, so yeah. it's going even faster than it was before. Right. Okay. Um, just a, as a as a prefix before we go into our normal rundown of um, various ways that we can be contacted it's been brought to our attention that the British Podcasts Awards are uh, soon we're British we are British, this is a podcast The uh, you have until uh, 5pm on the 28th of April 2017 this very year it sounds like a lot of time but you should probably go visit right now <laughs> yeah now we've we've had a little bit of a look and uh i don't know how you how you get eligible <laughs> i'll be honest i'm diving in head first here but adam says that you can do it <laughs> and i trust i trust adam so there's a section on the main page which is vote for your favorite podcast uh british uk podcast only I don't know. We'll get some more details and we'll make it Adam's problem. Yeah. But wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. I mean, by the time we publish this, maybe we'll have figured out how to get ourselves listed. Mm. Yeah, in which case, maybe just search for us on Raveling Technology. Just give it a go. If we come up, great. If we don't, don't worry about it. Or if not, we can put some instructions on the uh, Unraveling Technology page. Or we can wait till next year. Yeah. We'll be over 100 episodes in by then, so well established <laughs> yeah definitely in the running okay great well uh thank you very much for listening if you want to talk to us about anything we've discussed today florida or april fools send us an email <laughs> podcast at unraveling technology.co.uk or anything else or anything else sure and you can get in touch with us on twitter at unraveling tech visit the website unraveling.technology for lots of news and articles tech related and uh, drop us a review on itunes if you haven't already but anyway, that's going to be it for a little while. But we've got a tremendous back catalogue for you to listen to. Yeah. So enjoy that. 
and we'll speak to you in a few weeks thank you very much for listening and goodbye bye Thank you.